Greetings, all. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Canoe Creative Spotlight, where we bring the amazing creatives from around the world straight to you. As always, I'm your boy, Chris. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Creatives Near You. And check out our website, www.creativesnearyou.com. Subscribe to our channel and make sure you hit that bell so you never miss a future episode. As always, we bring the amazing creatives from around the world straight to you, and today is no exception. And we are talking to the beautiful, the talented, the extraordinary Scooty Jackson. She is a musician, producer, and songwriter. Her album, Purple Love, just came out. Make sure you check that on all streaming platforms. Scooty Jackson, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. What's going on, Chris? Oh, you know, same old, same old. So happy to have you here on the show, finally. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that our audience knows as much about you as possible. So this is your time to shine. Please tell them about Scooty Jackson. They want to know. Well, okay, well, I'm Scooty Jackson. Um, I just recently um, released my EP Purple Love. Um, and it, it took me a while um, to create it, but I'm very happy about the process and uh, the journey. Um, it took me six years. Um, it was my college thesis. Um, and, you know, in college, everything is rush, rush, rush. And, you know, you're just working with a lot of people and you're learning about yourself. And I just felt when I released the project, um, my thesis was very well put together, but the project itself, I didn't feel um, was complete or had the proper recognition. Um, so I, put it to myself to continue the work and finish it. Um, um, the whole process was a learning experience for me because it was the first time where I had to just be an artist. Um, I had to really not not make the beat. Don't go in there and record everything, you know? Um, I had to really like have a lot of self-control um, and learn how to um, venture into other aspects of my artistry and to um, focus more on who I am as a person and as an artist and who I want to be. So that was um, what my thesis was about. Um, so now, six years later, um, Purple Love is complete and finished and I'm very happy about it, I'm very proud of it. Um, and uh, I went through a lot of new things and I added new songs and uh, had different perspectives and outlooks on things. So it was very exciting to have the whole six years of my going through in a completed project. Um, so, and now it's out and for everyone to enjoy. Um, and I hope everyone feels something, you know, I want some people to feel and to uh, experience a, a moment in time. I hear you. I mean, uh, what I, I've listened to the whole album, obviously, definitely blast it out for you. Make sure we get it in front of as many people as possible. Um, what I found really interesting about it is I could hear that evolution. You know, some of these songs I remember hearing back, you know, our days in Bloomfield, you know, and uh, where we met, you know, what amazing time that was kind of just this smorgasbord of like creatives from all different points of view and different skills kind of serving as a foundation for what Canoe is. And um, I just remember, you know, seeing you in like, you know, the live room, just with your guitar and just kind of singing your songs and your voice was so powerful. And uh, it always drew, drew a crowd. Um, you know, what was it like to kind of like step back from like B 
being the type of artist you were back then and trying to like evolve within these last six years? Like what have you learned along the way and how has it changed your music? A lot of things have happened. Um, and it changed, well, I'll start by how it, it changed my music. Uh, it changed my music in a way where I become more, more of myself, um, more uninhibited, um, more authentic. And I just really just wanted to just be comfortable with myself. Uh, my biggest journey in my life has been accepting being okay with being too much um for whoever the fuck you know and um that's always been my challenge because i know that i'm a very intense person uh to be around and um you have to really do your best around um and a lot of people <laughs> i had to learn to be it's okay to want to work hard and do your best and it's okay to think big and have big ideas and and be expressed yourself you know um everyone's not gonna like it and if it's too much for them they can go away well i mean we work at we work at a different speed i feel you know what i mean like you know i think that's one thing that always drew me to you is that you always had this ambition that you always kind of knew where you wanted to end up and you were very comfortable with taking the necessary steps to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, me, but, it, but this 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 aspect of my journey had nothing to do with the music. Mm. Um, it had to do all with me as a person and oh, okay. um, just me and my insecurities and building courage and being um, brave enough to take risks and be be different. Right. Being comfortable with being strange um, and being aware of oneself. Um, so that was really my journey and where I am now in music. Um, I tell my stories and um, it's good to look back and I'm looking at it now. I'm just like, oh, so that's what I was talking about. Or like, wow, like I was really so broken, you know? But mm -hmm. I just, the whole project is just it's purple love just for me it's royal love um a truish love and that's the good and the bad um so i put myself out there and tell my stories to show we are not alone and um to just just tell where i've been going through you know i love hard i love deep i hurt i resurrect and I learned to accept myself. I learned things about myself and I learned to love myself more in order for me to love again. And so that's what the whole project is about. It's just the cycles of love and um, being able to talk about the problems, talk about oneself and be able to start again. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, that kind of brings up to me like, you know, your new video on my mind, you know, I've watched it a bunch of times. I love how it was shot. I love how like, you know, just how it tells the story of these two people that, you know, are just loving each other and embracing each other. And, you know, this, you know, love can be obsessive in its own way. You know what I mean? That you just something you can never step away from. Um, and it was one thing, like I said, like purple love. So I'm so glad you brought that up because I've never I've always just identified you with that term because it's something that I've only heard from you. 
Um, so I'm glad that you kind of elaborated on what that is a little bit, you know, because I think that a lot of people will see that and it's just like, I wonder what exactly that expression really means. Um, you know, through your whole process, you know, one of the things as well that I really enjoy about you is that you you tap into a lot of different genres in your music, I feel like. You, I don't feel like you will confine yourself to a certain box, you know? Um, so like, what, what are some of the influences that has like kind of pushed you along throughout your life? Like the things that kind of make you inspired and that has kind of shaped your musical preference? Well, I would say for, to begin, for beginners, just, the things around me, my environment, um, my um, personal experiences through life have shaped the music that I listen to. And, you know, I'm drawn to deep things, dark things, um, light things. And, you know, I'm, I like a lot of rock and roll, a lot, a lot of funk groove, you know. I like a lot of old music. Um, you know, I like Minnie Ripper, Tending, Simone, Aretha Franklin, you know, Etta James, Betty Davis. You know, I like how they give it, you know. Um, Jimi Hendrix, you know, P-Funk, you know. I like a lot of things. I can't really even, you know, to say that was just my top, you know, like, I like all type of things. Um, and I, I'm most of my... I don't, when I create music and I don't really think about what kind of song I'm going to make. I think about how do I want to feel? Like, what am I going through right now? Um, and the energy presents itself through me. Um, and if it's this genre, that genre, that's what it is. But as long as it's raw, I like it raw. I want it to be whatever it's going to be. I don't really create the music. It creates through me. Mm, I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way in that way that it's kind of like I never sit down and say I'm going to write about this. It's kind of like I'll start like humming out a song or kind of just playing my guitar and the words will kind of just come naturally. And then once I kind of get a sense of where the song is taking me, the, the, the rest of the song will form itself, you know? Um, that's really exciting. You know, I, I think what's also cool is that like your music translates really well to like a live setting in in like uh you know full band type of drums guitar pianos type of setups and also kind of like unplugged little intimate acoustic settings um are you excited to kind of step back out and perform again now that things are kind of opening back up and we're trying to get back to normal life i'm still trying to figure out the kinks in this quarantine world now um but i am very excited to get back out there and perform it's been a while um, and I think a lot of artists are trying to just figure out um, 2021 and uh, figure out their new thing. For me, I'm I'm excited. I like I love the band stuff, but where I'm at right now, I'm not really I don't really care um, to be in a band right now. Um, I, I, I invested a lot of time into people and bands and trying to get people together and get people passionate about their work. Um, and where I'm at right now, I just wanna focus on me and focus on um, recreating myself and um, recreating a new act. Um, now that Purple Love is done, I'd like to focus more on club music, house music. Uh, it's something where I really feel alive. Um, but I'm going to continue to push Purple Love 
Um, but I'm definitely working on a project right now. I've been working on another project in the meantime while I've been finishing Purple Love and it's a house project. All the beats are created by myself um, and all the music is me. Um, and I just really wanted to um, put myself out there. Um, I really feel like I'm my fullest self in house music. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very exciting and That's fun hype. for me. I love that. That's great. So I'm just trying new stuff and trying to move with the times and, and uh, learn and teach myself new things. Um, I definitely didn't waste this time. Um, I learned a lot about myself, even, you know, taking care of myself, my health, learning how to love myself and be happy. And I think that's very important as artists because we focus on trying to be seen and be, be successful. But um, what is success, really? You have to ask yourself. Um, I think that's a personal question for every individual. Um, everyone's success is not the same. Success for me is being happy and being whole. Mm. Um, and, and, and being loved mm. and being able to love and that for me is success mm. um, and then because the, I believe all of those things will bring the music, the success um, the drive mm. um, that is for me yeah. yeah it all comes full circle at some point Yeah, right? it's just exactly. like you know, it's like how can we create you know music is such a personal thing and it comes from inside of us and if you know so surprisingly people take tragedy and some people take that pain and they manifest it in a positive way which is great as well but i think coming from where the things that are most passionate to you love appreciation you know that type of experience i think it's it's really good that you were able to use you know this kind of this crazy time we're in to do something positive for yourself and kind of bring yourself back to square one so that you can kind of push your art forward you know i mean well for me it's only forward it's only way is forward for me um from where i come from or you know and the the things that i've um endured um to get here um i only see up for me that's great um even just you have to really like as you work hard and you take risks and sacrifice for the things that you love, you learn to value the work and the things that you went through um, and to really see what it was all for, uh, you know, because for me, going to college was not easy. You know, a lot of people didn't. I slept in my car and for school. I was really hungry in school. It was either like, um, am I going to? Like, that's my car. I'm going to eat today, you know. And on top of that, the school work, you know. And then I'm running, helping run the department, working in the department and doing things in class. So it was a very challenging time for me. Um, and now that I'm out of school, you know, I wasn't really prepared um, for life after college. You know, it was a big adjustment. Because um, when you're in college, you know, you have things to do. You know, you're busy. Um, it's a, just a different environment. Um, and then when I'm out, it's just like, oh shit. Okay, what am I gonna Calvin do? I gotta face. figure it out. And it wasn't even easy to get a job with my degree. I still haven't been able to get a job with my degree. I didn't really go to school to get a job. I went to school to have something to do, honestly. Mm -hmm. I was already creating music and doing the things that I wanted to do 
before I went to school. You know, I was already in a band and I was in the band for almost eight years by that time um, when I went to college. Um, I was already experiencing things and meeting people and pursuing my career before I went to the college. But when I went to college, it was just, um, it was a different chapter for my life um, of focusing on me and what I want, find my identity and my voice and my sound. Um, and that's why Purple Love is so important to me because it's the first project where I get to tell my story and it, it's all mine. Absolutely. That's great. No, I mean, it's it's funny because Bloomfield I always found to be very unique in the sense that at least the cat department where we come from, essentially uh, creative art and technology, you know, I always found that building Westminster to be so strange and unique in the fact that everybody came there and it's like we all knew that we wanted to do something in the artistic field, but we were all kind of like in this mode where we're just like, we're just excited about creating and meeting other people and like going from upstairs in the second floor in the music department downstairs to the video production room and working on a music video and you know you just had such a really cool mix of people that were just ambitious and just had these bigger than life dreams and we all kind of came from that world um and i think that that's great because i think that you know if you dream small like you know really where are you gonna head you know where are you gonna end up you know what i mean i think if we set our, our bar really high for what we're trying to achieve then you know like you said we're always looking forward we're always looking to push the boundaries do something different you know mm-hmm. um you know one of the cool things as well about like where we come from considering the fact that out of college we kind of run into a lot of walls you know our degree doesn't do as much for us as we thought it would you know it's really challenging to balance trying to still be creative um and trying to pay loans or live life or whatever. Um, So I think we all started to kind of inherently create our own spaces. And that's something that you did where you are now. In Newark, you created this really dope, unique space um, that, you know, this, that people can come to and uh, perform and record and do all these things. Um, And I just, you know, I just want to hear you, uh, what you think about that type of environment and the necessity of having those type of places to go. Um, I think having those type of environments is detrimental to um, if you grow as an artist or if you struggle while growing as an artist. I mean, there's, you're always going to go through something when there's something that you love and want. But for me, I found it was very, it helped me a lot to have an environment where I could grow. A space where I can make mistakes, I can be ugly, I can see my power and learn to control it. You know, a place where I can be uninhibited to let myself out, you know, and then work on it. A lot of people are just go out and do these shows and work on themselves by just putting themselves out there. And then they have to, you know, fix it. But, you know, I don't think a lot of people should, you know, I don't, I think you should work on yourself before you put yourself in front of people. Um, when you're trying to be something, you say that you are something. You know, I think you need to work on yourself and your identity and your confidence when you're performing. Everybody don't need to see your mistakes and see you trying to figure it out. Take, enjoy the time to figure you out, you know, and figure um, how to express yourself. And I had, and I had that with the band and I'm very grateful for that experience because a lot of people don't get that. I was 17 
um, in a band of everybody in their 30s, 40s, some people was in their 50s, and I'm in bars and like all types of places, and I'm just experiencing life in the woods, you know, we're in rock bands, you know, I'm going in, like, and uh, I just was very, I'm very grateful. I was shown a lot of things. I've got to tap into so many different sounds and vibes and in in state of minds. You know, I don't see genres. I see state of minds. I see, you know, it's spirits. You know, so with the with the band, I tapped into a lot of rock and roll, jazz, trip hop, whatever. We just let ourselves go. Um, so it was an amazing eight years, and to be young and and to have that opportunity to learn, I had to learn how to like when to stop singing, when to sing. Like I was just going on. They were like, "Scooty, shut up." <laughs> you know, it got to me like, Scooty, you're doing too much. Like, you're singing too much. Like, you got to let the music breathe. You know, like, I had to learn that. And a lot of times I learned how to write songs because, like, we'll be performing and then, like, a string will break. And, like, we'll be at, like, we used to perform every month at the Crossroads. Um, in uh, Garwood, I think it is. Garwood or... Um, I think so. It's somewhere in New Jersey. Okay crossroads um and like we perform every month in a, a string of break and then like scooty do something and i'm like oh my god like, i'm <laughs> nervous <laughs> i'm nervous i'm already not supposed to be in there yeah. and like i'm just like oh my god because like i have to do something i'm like what am i gonna do <laughs> so that's how i learned how to like freestyle and stuff i'll just start ripping it like you know and i'm not i don't want to fuck up yeah. So I'm just like, oh my God, y'all put me on blast. Like, that's how I learned how to just think on my feet and he'll just play some music, whatever. And I was just making songs to whatever they was playing. And I would just do that for like, other night, yeah. like for gigs. And then we'll just record it. And then we'll be like, well, that's the song. And then we'll, you know, and we're, we're just like, whoa. Cause it's just like such a ride. Like yeah. we're just tripping balls and, playing the music and like after it's done it's always a moment of silence in wherever we go and then it's like whoa you know yeah it's like, like did they like so it <laughs> how psychedelic and gritty bluesy rocky i can't even explain it but nice. uh yeah it was a good time with the band so That's i good. learned a lot of genres from them and from just pulling my weight and learning nice i mean that that's that's kind of like the way that any great artist gets their start you know they just take a chance and they just you know earn their stripes on the road or in shows and bars and and just learn what it's like to deal with you know an issue that comes up in the set you know and how you get around it and how you keep the energy of the crowd going you know in those moments uh and that's who that's how we find out the type of artists we really are in those moments you know it's, anybody can just memorize a set and just go up there and you know do whatever but it, when you have, like you said, a string break or an amp cuts off or power cuts off, you know, it's like, how do you keep that crowd in that moment? You know? I mean, it's just, it's the, it's a, it's a, it's the whole growing experience. And even just for me, like being the only female, I'm used to most of the time being the only female around a lot of men. And, you know, it's all types of guys and personalities. So, you know, you have to deal with that and stuff, but you know, no one really fucked with me. You know, because, you know, you, it's up to you which 
one of me, you get, you know, dirty chairs anyway. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just had a great time uh, learning a lot. Basically, I learned a lot. I got to just chill in the basement. You know, I didn't even get on the mic for a while when I met them. Like, I would just sit in the basement and like all these rappers and stuff would just come through and they'll just be making so much music. And I'm just sitting there like, wow, like, oh, this shit is crazy. Like all this type of, all these sounds, like all these people, you know, and then eventually I just start getting on the mic, just writing hooks for people, you know, and doing stuff like that. Like, you know, and just always writing music. So I learned a lot how to create by just expressing myself, whatever I feel, whatever is on my mind, just we just let it go. There you go. Nah, man, I feel you, you know, I think, uh, do you remember having like uh, those freestyle rooms we used to have in Bloomfield, like in the live room, like everybody was just, I forget what it was. It was what- Music, it's called, um, it's called Music Improvisation yes. Class. Yes. Cause I used to, um, I used to assist um, Peter Gordon yes. in his classes. Mm -hmm. um, so it was it was like pulling teeth yeah. out the students to get them to participate. So yeah. I would have to I, I would have to participate. Yeah. So sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, because I didn't want to participate. You know, I'm just trying to help the class, but it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be like that person where it's like, all right, they know I can sing, mm -hmm. you know. But I'm just all right. Here we go. So I had this thing. Then I'm I'm walking around singing talking to the people i'm picking up the instruments passing them like you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that you're gonna do this you're gonna do that you're not just whatever and then like you know everyone had i just wanted to show them that everyone has something to add no matter how little it is if you just do one clap like this we could build off of that for sure Absolutely. But wherever you are at, we can meet you. And that's what the class was about, is learning how to get rid of your um, inhibitions and your insecurities to be able to um, be part of the collective Absolutely. with still being an individual. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Peter Gordon, man. Like I, I used to love being in that class. That was such a dope time. Um, that actually helped me a lot as well. Kind of like, you know, I was pretty pretty closed off as a musician you know I, I had come off of being in my high school band and I had stepped into Bloomfield without any of them there so it was like my first time as an individual artist you know being around people who have never heard me play and, and I had a lot of hiccups and little insecurities about my the type of musician I was um, and I really learned how to kind of just let go in, the, in that environment and kind of just say hey look you whether you like it or not this is what i have and usually like you said kind of it's it's not the individual sound it's the sound we make as a unit it's how we make it together you know that you just build upon and uh, we always walked out of that room with such energy and so like hype about possibilities yeah. that was that was such a great time man i yeah I, it was awesome um so you know before we go i just wanted to know like uh you know do you have anything to, to say to the people that just, you know, a word of inspiration for our, our viewers and just kind of something that comes straight from the heart, you know, something that fully encompasses you as a person? Um, just don't give up. Do what you do, but love it. Mm -hmm. Love what you do. Um, and be selfless in it. Thank you so much, Goody, for those words of inspiration. It was beautiful. 
Make sure if you want to check out Scooty Jackson, you check out all the links we provided down below. Check out the EP Purple Love available on all streaming platforms right now and check out the On My Mind video available right now. Before we go, we want to make sure you're aware. Canoe 2.0 is coming out this summer and we do not want you to miss it. We also don't want you to miss the opportunity to win one free year of Elite Membership. All you got to do is sign up for the app. And if you already signed up, you're in. So good on you. Make sure you go to www.creativesnearview.com, download the app, check out all the great things we have coming your way. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, hit the bell, give us a like, leave a comment, all those great things you do with YouTube videos. As always, I'm Chris. Make sure you always connect, collab, and create. Thank you.